unfiltered, uncensored, and unapologetic. This is the Retail War Zone Podcast. All right, here we are. Welcome, everybody. Uh, we'll give everybody a few minutes here to settle in. Um, tonight, we have quite the list of people with us. We have some that are in absentia um, that hopefully they'll pop up during the stream. Um, we're missing Joey K. What's up? What's up, hero? Uh, we're missing Melodic and Chad Dickens. So what I'm going to do is first go down the list of people that we do have. Um, everybody say hi when I hit your name. Irish. Hey, everybody. Maiden. Hello. Mad Dog. Hello. Oh, and you had a dog bark in the background. That's even better. Uh, blame tag. <laughs> hey. At uh, Morelda. Howdy. Howdy. All right. So we're all here. J.E. Maleda. Hola, all. Welcome. Um, so, uh, first of all, a little bit of an exciting day today. For those of you who do not know, um, I had an interview with Business Insider today. That was interesting. Um, totally unexpected. Uh, in the next couple of weeks, there will be a full bore article slash profile on the retail war zone. Um, the conversation lasted an hour and 45 minutes. Um, the reporter was extremely knowledgeable in what she was talking about and the questions she asked were great. And also at a future date, she's going to be on the podcast. So that's like double score. And, uh, her husband and her actually do a podcast about violence in restaurants, which, you know, Philly essential, if you're listening, that's what I was, uh, referencing to you tuning in tonight. Um, but they cover a lot of that. So if she's on, it's either going to be within that topic or she's going to come on and let you guys in the chat, tell her your stories about working in retail. So very, very, very cool shit. What's up there, Luca the wind. Yo. So, so yeah, so big things happening. So we'll see what happens. Well, you know, um, judging by her, the questions she asked and the knowledge that she presented, um, <clears throat> I believe that it will be a very favorable uh, article and probably give us quite a significant bump and to you guys that got in on the ground floor buckle up it's about to become a ride so fun stuff um but having said that so i want to go through uh, a couple of our newer people real quick i'm gonna call out your name just give us a quick synopsis of of what you do in retail and then we'll move to the next. You don't have to, obviously, I'm not putting you on the spot and telling you to write us a book or anything like that. You know, just kind of give us a, a baseline. And then when we do that, we'll pull up the questions that you guys submitted on Twitter. We'll go through those. And then we will take the rest of the show and descend into absolute beautiful chaos. So, should be fun. Um, so, let's start with uh, Atmerelda. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi. Yeah. Um I've been in customer service-based positions my whole career. Um, the last six years, been in retail sales in a very specific industry. If you look at my tag, you might be able to figure out what it is. Uh, 
But yeah, I spend uh, five days a week all around um, just throw myself on the sword of customer service. How how, how was the um the launch? <laughs> uh, bigger than the last two, I would say. Man, I feel for you. That's got to suck. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, it does. I yeah, bet. we uh we don't have uh, PTO options um from here till the end of the year. That is terrible. That's absolutely terrible. Um, I remember you posting that. That 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 really is some bullshit because you know most normal blackout periods start like you know maybe the middle of October, but you got oh, no, started yeah. early. <laughs> yeah, usually it's uh, November to like the second week of January. But this was a here's a five day notice that we're going to stop PTO, um, but you have to have two weeks notice of. PTO requests and so it's like if you wanted to take anything sorry too late and now you gotta wait for plus months. That sucks. That was fun. R- rules oh. for thee and not for me. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Alright so uh, blame tag you've been with us before but I think only one time so you know audibly engage us. Hi my name is Matt aka blame tag I've been in customer service for 25 years, my whole working life. Um, I was a manager at a movie theater. Now I'm in retail. Yeah, I've been in retail specifically for about six years. Nice, 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 nice. Um, so uh, I just want to make sure, do we have Melodic or Chad with us yet? I think that is a no. Okay. Um, Irish, your turn. Okay, I have been in retail for about 20 years in customer-facing roles, and I'm most famous for being married to several unfaithful jobs. Yes, you are. (laughs) You sure are. That clip, hey, by the way, I want to let you know, don't be surprised when this article comes out that you see that quote attested to somebody called the Irish Connection, just to let you know. (laughs) Um, So, yeah. Uh, Joey K says I'm taking a week of my PTO October 10th to 15th because I pretty much told them it's going to happen whether you approve it or not boy good job way to be um, Luke of the Wind says I've been in customer service for 25 years first couple of beers are on me and I wish I could have joined you guys tonight but still at work fully understand gotta get that paycheck uh, okay Maiden your turn Well, I have been in customer service. Well, was in customer service. I have gotten out of retail in the past few years um, with barely my sanity and very little faith in humanity at this point. (laughs) Um, But I was in customer service for about 20 years. I was in retail for about 10 of those years. Bless your heart. Okay. (laughs) Mad Dog, your turn. So I've been in retail for 21 years now, almost 22, and 16 of those have been in management in some form or fashion. Um, I don't like people. (laughs) I have zero (laughs) respect for humanity. So let me me ask, is that because of the amount of time you've spent in this lovely business? Correct. Absolutely. Figured. Figured. And it's actually ruined 
like not trying to be funny, but it's actually ruined relationships because when I come home and they're like, let's go out. And I'm like, no, it's real peopley out there. I just want to stay home. <laughs> they real get real frustrated <laughs> because I don't want to do anything involving groups of people when I'm off. Yep. <laughs> Zero Feel faith in humanity club starts now. Correct. Correct. You're in the right place. So, um, Alex, how about you? Well, I am infamous for being on this show, having been like the only hourly associate and never been a manager before. So I'm like the the associate point of view of things. I'm just a gamer, and I'm just in for this ride of the Retail War Zone here with uh, Steve. Awesome. Um, Luke of the Wind, I love that. It's very peopley out there. That statement is my spirit animal. <laughs> That's great. See, we're off to a great start already. Uh, me, I've been in the business for 33 years. 25 of them have been as a store manager. And uh, I, too, hate people because of it. it. It does something to your psyche that you cannot repair. And, you know, it's it's just a symptom of the environment. So, um, Proto says, preach. When I'm off, I don't want to deal with people. I need that mental reset. Yes. Um, by the way, just to let you guys know, one of the most interesting questions that was posed to me today is if I was sitting in the White House with whoever the president would be, and I was asked, you know, two things that, you know, I could say that would change everything. One of them had to do with mental health and that companies actually did something legit for it. So, um, so there's that. All right. Welcome throat punch like an AA meeting. It sure is. Um, good stuff coming. What's up, Lo? All right, so let's get started. So I asked for questions. You know what? What are, what are we gonna What are we gonna talk about? You know, for a little bit. So here we go. I'm gonna go through the questions and I'm gonna show oh show you this nice snazzy little new thing I have. I'm very proud of this. It took me a whopping 20 minutes to do. I just hope <laughs> the damn thing works. All right. So um, first question. We'll break these up into segments. Some questions we won't repeat because mental health came up a few times. So we'll start with how does working retail affect your mental health? And we'll bundle that with the how does it impact your family and social life? All right. And so with that, I have this thing. Oh, shit. Look at that. It's a wheel. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the way we're going to do this, I'm going to spin the wheel, and whoever's name it lands on, you get to answer first, and then we go from there. Um, here we you go. You got to respin if it's someone that's not here. Well, duh. Oh man, look at that! Oh look, Irish spell. connection. You're up. Okay, what was the question, Steve? Oh, you're killing me. Um, <laughs> how, do, how does working retail affect your mental health and also how does it impact your family and social life oh that's a big question look it affects your mental health uh, in the sense that you're exposed to every possible uh, uh, outcome there is from meeting you know the general public you know so so it affects your mental health because you have to balance you know um, managing a store or working in a store as an associate or whatever the case would be, you have management above you. Uh, they have you know targets and this and that uh, for you, and then you have the public that have other expectations, and you're the middleman. You know, you 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 have to 
negotiate, if you like, between the two of them. And, and it can be a highly pressurized situation. Um, so so and that, that it's, there's so many scenarios. We've seen the Karen memes. We've seen all those things. It's, it's, it, that's fairly obvious. How it affects your family life. Uh, there, is, there is no downtime in retail. You know, you, you, you have you, every holiday. We've all worked every single holiday. You, you, it's, it's rare to get a weekend off or, or any sort of a, a reasonable downtime. And of course, the, the scheduling, you could, be, you could be working anytime. If the store is open, you're in an hour beforehand, perhaps, or an hour after closing. The, the hours are all over the place. It's, it, so it, it takes its toll in so many fashions. And, you know, in general, it's just it's one of the most taxing things you 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 can do because you're so involved in in just managing people. You know, so the people above you and the people you serve. It's really really taxing. Yes, I agree. Uh, real quick, Sean Isaac says, "I'm stealing the line. It's real peopley out there." That's such a great description for the feeling of not wanting to interact. Mad Dog, you're going to be a star. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so um, next, we will just go down the list since it started with Irish. Um, Maiden, your turn. On the, so, same, on the same question. So we'll put it this way. I have always thought of myself my entire life as a person that did not take shit from other people until I started working in retail and customer service. Throw all of that out the window. Because your entire job is to basically take shit from people all day with a smile and move on and try to be okay with that. The past two years that I've been out of retail, I have tried to actively repair relationships with my friends and family that got damaged because of what I did. Because I didn't have time to spend with them on the holidays. I didn't have time on the weekends to go out and do things. I missed the baby showers, the christenings, the birthdays. I missed a lot of that because of what I did for a living. And it takes a toll that at a certain point, you have to wonder if it's worth it because of all the things that you miss and all the things that you sacrifice. Yeah, the money is great in some places that you work, but that was ultimately how I ended up leaving retail is because I had missed out on so many milestones with my friends and family that it got to a point where I was like, you know what? I don't know if I can do this anymore. Like my mental health is suffering. My family is suffering. So, you know, it gets to a point where you have to make a decision sometimes. Yep. And, and to, to your point, Jason, I mean, this says it all says always on call. I was called about work five minutes before I walked down the aisle to marry my wife. Jesus. Christ. Yeah, I believe it. That tells you all you need to know right there. Period. Uh, Luke of the wind. We are reduced to a number yet. Don't even have the respect of a number. We are a thing for the customers to use, abuse, and then forget about. We are less than nothing every fucking day. True. Um, Hero says it affects your give a fuck meter. True. Uh, Russell says Irish reminds him of Jordan Peterson I have no idea who it is but I will look that up All right, Mad Dog you're next So (laughs) It's funny that we're talking about mental health Because you know those commercials For like happy pills Where they put the little smiley face up But really behind it They're just like a sad clown That's what it's like going to work In retail You have to put that mask on you have to laugh at customers' dumbass shit. You have to 
coddle your employees. You have to pacify your boss. And, you know, it's literally like as soon as you turn away, you're cussing under your breath. So when I get home, I don't want to look at people. I don't, I don't. Yep. And then, you know, as far as like, you know, I'm not a fan of, of two-legged children. I, I think they're, you know, that's just my opinion. So, you know, as far as like family and stuff goes, I actually got invited to go to something with my entire family, including a small person. But I was like, oh, that's the weekend after Thanksgiving. Yeah, I can go. Yep. I wasn't really sad about it, though. So, well, I mean. I we just, just get used to it. Yeah. But I mean, you, you really, and then when you come home, you, it's like you have to play this extrovert for the eight, 10 hours, whatever it is you're at work. And then when you come home, you literally just want to crawl into your shell and you don't want to answer the phone. You don't want to do things. Very good. Agreed. Agreed. All right. Blame tag. You're up. Negatively. Ne- ne- are you? Is that your just your answer? It's negative, <laughs> negatively. Negatively. <laughs> it's bad. Oh, I, that's negatively. An ex- that is an acceptable answer because there's a whole lot that goes into that word. So, props to you. I mean, yeah, samezies. What everyone else is saying. I mean, it makes. Yeah, I remember liking people in a former <laughs> life. I can't say that's true anymore. But right. Um. Not as bad as it was in the past when I was working for the theater companies. Like I was super depressed just after going to that place because it was just that was just nonstop. Yeah, shitting in your mouth all day long. Oh God, I can imagine, man. I bet. How many Christmases did you have to work? Uh, probably I was there for like fifteen years. Probably all fifteen. Oh my God, that sucks. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, I oh. don't remember what it's like to celebrate a holiday because. Well, I'm, I'm on record as saying I used to be a cheerful individual and liked Christmas until I started working for Jesus's craft store. And my wife will tell you, I could care less if I see a fucking Christmas tree in my, in my home <laughs> or anywhere else for the rest of my life. Yep. That's, that's me. What I'm like too. Yeah. From that, um, from that theater job. It just ruins it for you. Um, oh, yeah. Joey K says I have to almost overdose on caffeine to remain believably extroverted for work. Agreed. Yep. Um, Proto says so much truth. I love seeing my fur baby when I get home and she's happy to see me. It's one thing I look forward to after shifts. Yeah. That comfort. Yeah. You know, so that's great. Um, Admiralda, your turn. Yeah. Um, so st- same thing that, um, we just touched on like an off day, uh, is a good off day spent is just, um, hanging out on the couch, just binging something, just like shutting down, not talking to any people. Um, fortunately, I have a really awesome partner who understands that my job sucks. And it's just like, you know what? You have to deal with people all day. And that takes a lot more out of you than my job does. So he's like, oh, let me take care of some, like some of the household stuff, which is a blessing because when you get off work, you just you just have to decompress. Absolutely. And that takes hours yeah. just to, to unfold. You know every everything. You brought up a very great point that there's something we haven't touched on. Uh 
and in any episode so far, the amount of props that should go to the partners of people that work in this business, the amount of different bullshit that our partners have to put up with, that's not their fault. And some, and, and I'd assume we're all guilty at some point you took, you take out your frustrations of the day, you know, sometimes on your partner, you don't mean to, it just kind of happens, but they stick around and they understand. And I don't think that there's enough emphasis on what people that are long-term retail employees, their, their partners really do deserve some sort of metal. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. They really do. Oh, they, put up, they put up with a lot of shit and, you know, so props to all of you out there that stuck through it because you, you deserve something, you know, cause I know we're not the most pleasant bunch when we walk in the door every day. So, um, Oh yeah. M- mine knows for sure that he's like, Oh, uh, how was your day? And I'm like, put up a, a, a pause finger and I'm like, let me have a drink first. Now I can bitch about my day and tell you about the crazy customer that I just had to deal with. Yeah. And like Russell said, especially if you both work in it, which is, you know, my situation, we both work in it. So, oh God uh, bless you. Uh, it, you know, you deal with it uh, when when you do it for That's so hard. long. It is, you know, because you, you don't mean it to be, but sometimes it's like competing stories. Oh, your oh, day yeah, was bad. Absolutely. Your day. Oh, fuck you. My day was worse. You know, no, I mean, that, that really is a thing. And then you get frustrated with each other because you're trying to tell your story and you don't think your partner's listening and vice versa because they're yep. too busy interrupting you. It, it's rough. They deserve medals, period. Yeah, you guys and gals, if you have partners that have stuck with you for any length of time while you've been in retail, you better worship that shit. <laughs> That's hard to come by. So, uh, addicts, go with you. It affects your mental health, especially if you're a young, shy gamer like me. I am naturally an introvert, and I literally hate people like all the time. So when I'm having to come into a day of work expected to be like this great employee and is expected just to have a smile on my face and get the sales, get it done. It's so mentally exhausting, especially when it forces you out of your comfort zone to a person like me who just wants to sit in his room all day. I don't like getting out as is yet. Now I'm having to go to work and just face abuse from there are a lot of crooked managers out there and there are like just a lot of just unbelievable customers that just make you want to just die. <laughs> yeah. And it literally just makes you hate your life. So yeah, like that's, that's retail in a nutshell for you. That's it. You're a hundred percent correct, sir. So, all right. So we'll take a look at next question. Um, this is a good one. How many times well, have you huh. had to call the police <laughs> on customers? And which one was the craziest? So let me repeat that one more time. How many times have you had to call the police on customers and which one was the craziest? And the wheel says. (laughs) Will. Mad dog. Retail. You go first. Oh, my God. (laughs) I knew this was coming. (laughs) So probably the craziest one was the chick at the decor store who was trying to return some ungodly 
overly priced chair with no receipt, no tag, no nothing. So she then went to the sales floor because I told her no, picked up a brand new chair and tried to go out the store with her and I wouldn't let her. She had some random child with her. The police had to be called. The police come. They tap her on the shoulder. She turns around and swings on a police officer. Then her mom comes up and just hilarity ensued. I mean, it, it, it was insane. Like, we have rules. <laughs> Society has rules. You can't return something that you can't prove that you bought. And you're going to get so mad that you are literally putting your hands on me. And then when I have, when they have to call the police, you swing on a police officer. Yeah. That was the one. Wait a minute. That was the one. That report was still in my office desk. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That was crazy. I I had to go to court. Yep. You sure did. Yep. You know, but I mean, I've had to call, I've had to call on. I had to call on the three guys that were high in the decor store that were up there putting tea light candles in their jackets. Good stuff. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Real quick, uh, Joey K, sorry to hear that. You should be thankful if your partner stays for that because they don't always mind didn't. Yeah. Some people, it's too much. Um, (laughs) Proto says, Hermit Gamer Life, Alex, I love and prefer that. Uh, Luke of the Wind, how many times I stopped counting? To be honest, no point keeping track of shit that becomes just another day. Most crazy was the guy who followed me home to fight me. Ooh, that's that's good. Hero says, I feel sorry for the young adults that have bosses who think you're young and have no life. You should be available 24-7. Yep. Now, Um, Steve, I just got to say, if uh, Blaine Tag is next... I just hope the same answer is just negatively. <laughs> uh, let's see who, who. So Mad Dog. So what we're going to do is whoever gets the question, it'll be the next one on the list. So yes, blame tag. It's you. Too many times to count. I um, imagine aw. you had to have a lot <laughs> at the movie theater. The movie theater. Yeah, my current job never, but just because I haven't been in that position. But the movie theater all the damn time. What was um, your craziest? This one's real fucked up, and it has like it has a twist. It has a twist ending. Who do tell? So, so um, I'm working. It's like an afternoon. It's a little slow. Um, it's like one of the live action Cinderellas or Snow White or some shit is playing, and there's this mother is in there with her daughter. Like the daughter's an adult. They're they're both adults, and they come out and they're telling me that there's this dude in the theater playing with himself. <laughs> God, and I take them at their word. Hey, Pee Wee Herman, and we um we have the police come over because they're usually you know quick to come by, and so we go and like pull this guy out. Yeah, dude was like, dude was fixing his belt, like he was adjusting his belt. It's like I felt so bad for this guy, like he was like mortified that we were pulling him out of the theater for this. Oh wow, just because you know Becky and Karen over there saw. <laughs> That's one of those and assume that he's in like a kids movie, masturbating. But yeah, that was the craziest one, just because I, you know, looking back, I probably shouldn't have. I probably should have went to talk to the guy first, and I feel really bad about that. I just, I, this, I felt so bad for this guy. 
I think I gave him like a refund and tickets to come back again. But yeah, that was the craziest though. Wow, that is nuts, man. I can't imagine. And just think how embarrassed the dude probably was. Oh, he was just, we were walking out and he's like, what did they say I'm doing? Jacking my dick? They said I'm jacking my dick in there? I'm like, oh my God. (laughs) As Proto Rage just said, wrong Disney magic. (laughs) (laughs) This. This is turned rated R. Yeah, yeah, that was, that's okay. Leave this later, maybe. Yeah, maybe so. Not really. I don't care. <laughs> but anyway, um, all right. So I'm assuming there's no melodic in Chad. If you are, say something. If not, we're going to move along. Bueller, Bueller, Bueller. All right, Amarella, your turn. So I haven't had many cop experiences. I've had a few. I've seen some people come to the store really, really drunk and and then walk back out to a car and call the cops. Um, I will say one of the things that I have done the most is stopping women from new mothers from changing their baby's diapers on her sales floor carpet. It's something I've done too many times. Directly. Just, just just chill just doing that out in the middle of the cell on the store in the store floor just like oh you know they're nice enough to lay out a blanket but it's just like oh we're gonna undo the we're gonna change a diaper and it's just like oh no 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 we gotta stop right here <laughs> oh shit that's awful no pun intended yeah. oh my god <laughs> <laughs> i've seen some stuff but i haven't had to deal with that one you know because ever ever worked had times yeah, multiple times. So let me ask: In the location, did you work? Did you by any chance have the changing table in the bathroom? Uh, no, we didn't have a public bathroom. We've never had a ah, public bathroom gotcha. in either locations that I've seen this happen. But there's been a grocery store right next door. I mean, why? What goes through somebody's mind that they think that that's just okay? No. <laughs> I mean, there's like it's, it's not sanitary. Do you really want to subject your your this private moment to a bunch of strangers in the store with you? Is that really and something let's face we all it. want to experience together? Let's face it. Retail carpet isn't the most sanitary thing either. Oh. <laughs> I mean, so you want to expose your baby to that. Good job. Way to go, Mama <laughs> here. Wow. Uh, <laughs> okay. Irish, your turn. All right, well, I probably won't have the craziest, but I probably have the dumbest. That's Um, just as good. (laughs) All right, so um, we had this serial shoplifter. Uh, She would come in about twice a week and, uh, and, you know, steal this, that, and the other. Now, I could never... So not a serial killer, but a literal serial shoplifter. Oh, real yeah. quick, real quick, just to add some emphasis to this, are you comfortable saying what kind of business you work in? Because it makes it even worse. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I uh, at the moment I I, I work in a I, I manage a thrift store. So donations. Correct. So, <clears throat> um, so this lady would, uh, she, you know, she would come in and she would steal this. I don't think she was a klepto, but, you know, anyway, for whatever reason, every time she was in, uh, I was not there. It was just potluck uh, on her behalf. I have a policy in store. You just let it out. Do not 
you know, do not confront uh, the customer because it's just it can lead to all sorts of bad things. So this went on for several weeks. Uh, we had her on camera loads of times. Um, and I was curious as to who she was. I could, couldn't figure it out. Nobody recognized her until she came in with her resume applying for a job. <laughs> and I was able to hand over her name, address, and telephone number to the local authorities to pick her up. So she was not the craziest, but she was definitely the dumbest I have ever come across. I mean, if you're shit, if you're going to if you're going to frequent a store to rob it, maybe don't apply to you know work in the store. Uh, So anyway, um, that was the last I've seen of her. That oh my god, it's like stupid criminals. Oh, God. Uh, real quick before the, the the chat scrolls too far, Joey K said, we had the cops come and pull out a drone to search for people that were trying to steal after a store was closed and ran into the woods. That's some high-tech shit there. That's 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 good. I'd love to have seen that. Um, Proto, I've had too many times that police came out when I worked at the crap hotel. I, I stared. I started offering coffee when they came by. I remember when you were on the show talking about some of that stuff. That was crazy. Um Luke of the Wind, simple answer for the mom changing question. They don't care. They don't have to suffer anything from it. True. Um, Joey says the fact that there can be a known person who regularly comes in and steals is so annoying. It can be solved in the known time if they would just allow us to beat them up. True. That whole purge meme. Yeah. Just to let you guys know, the lady I interviewed with today, she referenced the purge meme. She's on our side, just to let you guys know. Uh, And Proto says, wow. And the award goes to that lady it's gonna be hard to follow that one up uh so maiden you can try so i haven't really had to call the cops on anybody before um which i guess is good for me but i have had to call several ambulances for people in the store for really crazy things um the first was there was a kid i think i actually talked about this in the chat one day who worked for us, who passed out in the bathroom because he was huffing dust off. Yeah, you um, <laughs> So we had to call an ambulance for him. And that turned into, like, such an ordeal because, like, his dad ended up coming in, like, the next day and apologizing on his behalf and asking if there was any way that we would consider hiring his son back. <laughs> um, and we were like, oh, yeah, no, probably not. But good luck with that. Um, and the next was we had this woman in a scooter come in one day and uh, she lost control of her scooter and drove it right into a gondola and just broke a ton of shit, fell out of her scooter. Um, Hold up. How do you, how do you lose control out of the, 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 the scooters? These things go like f- slower than turtle. <laughs> like 0.2 miles an hour. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know. I guess she got like a little, little overzealous trying like, to get to slow down and just slow down. Ethel, you're driving like a bat it. out of Hades. <laughs> well, the problem was like, and I'm going to hell for this, but I'll see we you there. Could not physically pick her up to put her oh. back in said scooter. The funny thing was the scooter was actually from the target next door. So afterwards, we had to then roll the scooter back to Target and we're like, hey, sorry about that. Um, There's some damage 
she kind of ran into a gondola. Like it's a it's long like, story. It's but... like Grand Theft Auto, but with with <laughs> handicap scooters. Grand Theft Scooter. <laughs> so yeah, we had to have a fire department come out and ambulance and kind of get her, just get her upright and back out of the store. Ooh. Um... Wow. Um, no, Russell, I never had to call the cops at the tree. It just wasn't worth it because the cops wouldn't come out and do anything because everything we sold was a damn dollar and, and it's shit. Somebody walks out there with an entire basket. It's like $50 worth of merchandise. The cops ain't coming for that shit. Um, <laughs> see, uh, Sean says someone tried to rob a famous local pizzeria, but little did they know the folks that owned the place were in the mob. They chased the guy down and made him regret it. That's beautiful right there. <laughs> Be careful who you're fucking with, folks. Uh, Proto Speed Racer Scooter Edition. <laughs> um, Steve. Yeah. I don't know how I have blanked on this, but when I worked in the Lone Star State, we had a lady that ran through our building with her car. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. She uh, Twisted Metal retail version. Yeah, she jumped the sidewalk and into our glass windows in the front. That was that was interesting. Wow. Luke of the Wind says, we all go into hell for our thoughts alone. And Proto responds with, we can have a cookout. I'm down. That's all right. <laughs> we'll have fun. All right. So <laughs> that was good. Wait, wait, uh, wait. Speak, speaking of uh, blanking things out, I, going back to the mental health thing. I don't know about you guys, but like I, I put things in my my memory bank and i blank them out a lot of the times just to keep on going uh i agree with you just, you do oh, yeah. every day you have to in this business you have to there is shit that you put up with that you have to force Literal yourself shit. yeah force Let's yourself yeah force yourself to black out because if you don't you'll never sleep ever again because your mind will just continue racing and it, the mental health aspect of the job is the most debilitating part of it because people don't really understand how that mental capacity affects your physical capacity and they go hand in hand. And some of the stuff that you deal with will make you physically ill. And then you're forced to exert extra energy to block it out. And that's energy that can be best served elsewhere. So you're 100% correct. I mean, yeah, blocking shit out is, is a huge part of what we do. And it's unfair. We shouldn't have to. So props to you for bringing that up. That's a very valid point. Um, well, Steve, I got a kind of a quick, funny story based on having to call a cop, even though I didn't have to call the cop. Okay. <laughs> but it was while I was working at Wally World, we had undercover loss prevention associates. So I'm ringing a customer out. And I didn't know I had just started there. Uh, the loss prevention associate looks at me and goes. And so I look over at her and I say, ma'am, I'll be right with you to help you. <laughs> oh, my God. So what, what was that going, you were doing? Are you having a seizure on screen? That's what she was doing, dude. She's going. The loss prevention person was? Yes. Like she was like giving me some kind of weird fucking code or some shit. And then so I bring that lady out and then all of a sudden I see her go and then I, I had to like eat a write up because of that why because you couldn't read bizarre fucking sign language 
Yeah, I was like, I was like, first off, I thought you was a deranged customer. Wow. I, did, I literally just started here. How am I supposed to know you are undercover for that exact reason? Damn. Well, you've got to be more aware. I was telling you that she had stuff hidden in her pillowcases. <laughs> Proto gave the best comment for your, your reenactment. They were telling you to steal second base. <laughs> that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> God bless. I was that's about a, to bring that up. Oh, that is awesome. They'd have better sides like a baseball. Yeah, exactly. You're but right. That was so ridiculous, though. I thought she was just a crazy lady that wanted a fucking fish out of the fish tank. Wow. Uh, real quick, Luke of the Wind says it's sad. Walmart to the woods. Do I? What? How did you go from Walmart to the woods? Oh, I have no yeah, idea. I'm actually a giant Skype <laughs> symbol now. Hold up a second. We got something going on here on screen. What 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 is going on here? Yeah, it looks like you're hiding behind a rock in the woods. <laughs> or you're you're uh we're on the way to Mordor. <laughs> Alex, you've hey. lost your video feed, bro. I respect that. I don't know what happened to it, bro. Um, okay. Well <laughs> Wow. It's a, it's a, it's a, that, that Southern internet you got going on. So what we'll do. Is I'm looking at my video feed right now, but apparently I'm just a head now on the behind well, some rocks. Well, well, here, we'll do this and we'll check periodically just to see. I, I always have a backup plan. There you go. So <laughs> hero says you went over 2000, Alex. <laughs> All right. So we'll, we'll roll with this for a minute. All right, so yeah, that was that was good. Uh, Joey K says on our first Black Friday, my truck crew came in at five a.m. and we got to the back. The cashier who had been there for overnight opening was sitting in the break room shaking. Um, and then Luke of the Wind, it's sad and scary. Mental health is the most important thing we need, but it's also the most ignored. Yeah, and that's why coming soon, um, obviously probably in November, we're going to do the mental health thing. I know I've posted that on there. I think Proto, you said that you were not, you didn't object to speaking. Um, Shadow King. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Lowe says Addicts 2993 has been kicked from the server. <laughs> that's beautiful. All right. So let's see what else we got here. Um, Grayrock57 asked, when did retail go from a perfectly respectable job to the garbage bin of human emotion where the public feel the need to dump all of their negative feelings and frustrations at you to teach you to want more? Quote from my grandmother who worked retail before she had kids. Can we even decipher that? Or is that like a topic for an entire show? Just asking the group. I think that's a yeah. We yeah, that's a that's a whole other thing for a different day. Yeah, so 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 let's go to something that's easier. Um, I don't even think that it was ever respectable. That's true. That's true. Um, I'm looking at our fitting rooms restroom. Well, yeah, you would. Um, I, I I want to jump to this one, and this is what Philly posted, and I think this is a good topic. Um, why do people continue to think retail jobs are just for kids despite increasing violence we suffer? So let's bring out the wheel of shame. Uh, <laughs> and uh, the wheel of shame says. Steve, I think I um, fixed my video feed and the wheel of shame is there it is. Okay. Melodic's not here. Try again. Blame tag, you go first. Negatively. 
I mean, privilege. Yeah. It's not a job that they would do, so they assume it's someone that the job that someone below them would do. I agree with that. I mean, you've seen my Facebook posts. Like, I fight with people on Facebook about that shit all the time. Like, my neighborhood is full of those people. He does. And, he, you know, what he brings to the table showing what these different groups are saying is, is right. I mean, I don't understand the disconnect. I mean, it almost seems like there's, if you were looking at it on the surface, there's millions of people who feel that it's a job for kids. All right. But you, you mean to tell me that all those millions of people, you know, when they're growing up, even if they're older Karens or Becky's or whatnot, they didn't work in a grocery store or something starting out. It, it, it's, it, and I find it hard to believe that they didn't. I can tell you about my ex-mother-in-law was a waitress for many, many years. And by the time I met her, like I've never seen her not mentally abuse a waitress. Like she was one of the worst Karens I knew and she did it for a long time. So I don't know. It's maybe once you get out and you get some, get some nice uh, income coming in and suddenly those people are below you, you know? So, so the thing with that is, all right, let me ask you this. All right. So she, she did that before now, when the nicer income came, was that because she married someone who was making the nicer income or did, uh, or was she making the nicer income? A little of both, you know, like her husband was welder. So he wasn't like, you know, they weren't like super well to do, but you know, they, you know, over time they got, you know, not rich, but well off did well for themselves. Yeah. See, and, and that's, that's amazing to me because you would think, I mean, like for me, I always look at, you know, going into like a retail establishment, I might get, I mean, we, we all have buttons that get pushed. I mean, regardless if we worked in the business or not, but I do try to look at it now, like, you know, what's the staffing situation? I mean, what are they going? I try not to, I try to consciously make sure I don't forget where I came from, you know, and try to put myself in that position. And it's amazing to me that you've got somebody like you just referenced who did it for many years and I guess felt like they were better than that because they got out of it and treated people that way. That's amazing to me. Honestly. Yeah. I never could quite figure it out. Wow. That is a, uh, that's nuts. Um, so melodic's not here. Chad's not here. So that puts us to you. Emerelda? Uh it's it's kind of like thinking about it as a sociology experiment, um, like how people treat other people. Um, but I don't know about you guys. Um, I find a lot of camaraderie with people in the uh, service industry, in restaurants. Um, like, you know, we have uh, working retail, you have weird days off in the middle of the week. So I'll go out to lunch and um, people in my town, they, the other service people, in the, in the restaurants, they, they know me and they take me into their own same sort of um, uh, fraternity sort of thing. And it's, 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 uh, it's just people in our industry, they, they know a lot of the same things and it, it's just a lot of dealing the same crap. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> and, and when you can connect uh, to other people, for that it's 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 a great thing and because people suck people suck and when other people recognize that people suck then it's 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 better 
And exactly. Like Sean in the chat here just says his the first statement is people suck. Some people need to feel superior to others, need someone to look down on because they're suffering from some trauma or insecurity that makes them that way. And, you know, you bring up a really good point. This is something that hasn't really took taken place since really the pandemic hit is you have a a crossing and joining of different industries supporting each other that all deal with the same thing. You know, you used to could take like retail employees and separate them from like, you know, uh, service industry or like restaurants or hospitality. Now we're all in this together. And that is the one thing that is amazing that happened with the pandemic and the whole essential workers and then getting, as blame tag says, essentially forgotten. Um, it brought all of those together to a combined force. And, you know, Proto was posting stuff on Twitter, and it's just like I told the lady I interviewed with today. We're sitting at a point right now where the workforce has more power than they ever have. And it's because of that unity of, and the common denominator is of that unity is dealing with shitty customers. And, we're going to reach a point where I believe the customers are going to quote unquote rue the day because there's going to be too many that has had enough and they can't break through anymore. So, uh, Joey K says they, the customer real will, they'll realize they are never right. Finally. Correct. Um, Joey K says they don't actually believe it's a job just for teenagers. They really want a permanent peasant class to feel superior to regardless of whether they earned that superiority or not. That may be the comment that wins the chat tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Joey K, what's your shirt size? I'll send you one. Um, but, you know, that's true. It doesn't matter if you're a cashier, because I've seen it. You could be the store manager, and you're still looked upon as a peasant by the general public. And that tells you all you need to know, you know? Um, the, the, the business itself oh, isn't respected. Store manager is, is, uh, target number one. I like to speak to your manager. Yep. We are. It sucked, man. That's why I gave up my keys forever. I'm done. So, um, that's why I'm quietly the assistant manager and nobody, no customer knows it. But you know what? That's the best way to be. Keep your head down. Don't jingle your keys where anybody can hear them and just, Get your ass out of there every day, <laughs> unscathed. It's the best way. You're smart. Um, all right, so Irish, your turn. Okay, um, I think this is, in my experience, uh, there there are two explanations. Number one uh, would be uh, generational. I think there's been a generation that has benefited uh, hugely from the advice of basically, um, you know, go to college, get a degree and you you, you get a wonderful job. And in the interim, they may have uh, entered uh, retail for a short period of time. And their memory of that is, you know, that they were there temporarily and that the people that stayed there were failures. That is not correct in today's world. 
the second one would be kind of a classist thing, uh, and that's a bit easier to explain. Uh, you know, you know, the people that never even had to worry about working re- retail uh, look down on us because you know they they they, they see it as a job for others, uh, but. But specifically, most of our complaints, most of our harassment comes from the generational side, in my experience, where, you know, people that think that retail is for is for people who are temporarily doing a job in order to get something uh, uh, better. And they, they, they just view it as... Um, as 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 a temporary job, and they treat you as such, and that that's my experience. I I don't know how well that translates into the in the states, uh, but uh, that's my two cents in it. Awesome, Joey K. Done. There'll be a um, customer is never right shirt with the Warzone logo. Um, Look at our description in the video to get our email address, which is thegenerationvoid at gmail.com. Send me your shirt size. I'll send you a shirt. All right. So, Maiden. I wish I thought of that. What's that? <laughs> I said, I wish I thought of that. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, Maiden, your turn. So I'm going to kind of piggyback off of Irish here. Um, I think the reason why people view it as a job for like teenagers and younger people is because it's kind of degrading work in a way. And I think that like as far as older generations go, I think a lot of people view that as, well, this is you getting your hands dirty. This is you building a work ethic. Like you have to do jobs like this because you need to learn how to work. On the flip side of that, they don't see the people that are behind the scenes, like the managers and stuff, that actually do this as a career. So it's not just about those people that are younger trying to get through college or just have a part-time job while they're in high school. But I also think that it's easier for people to abuse those that are younger than them as opposed to people that are more their age or older. Because in their mind, they're trying to teach these younger people how to work and how to deal with this stuff and how to be tough and get their hands dirty. Right. Grant Harding, welcome. Everybody, he says uh, this is his goofy Twitch account, Poopy Fartballs. So say hello Mm -hmm. to our pharmacist guest for the 13th. Oh, hey. Hey. (laughs) All right. So Mad Dog, your turn. So kind of to take a twist on what Maiden just said, I don't think it's that necessarily they're trying to teach someone. I think it's they want, they don't want to pick on somebody their own size. So they want and think that it's younger people so that they can just be assholes to them. Oh, you know, we're, we're here in the South. We're taught to respect our elders. Oh, you know, this, this younger person's not going to deny me. Because that's disrespectful. Listen here, homie. <laughs> rules are rules. That goes for everybody. I don't care how old you are. I, I don't care. Everybody will get treated the same way. And I will tell someone if they are disrespecting one of my associates that they can leave and like go sit on a rocket. I don't care. I can. You're not going to come in here and act this way just because you feel entitled and you want to pick on somebody. I can tell you guys, if y'all got to spend a day 
in <laughs> Mad Dog store, y'all would be like asking for Mad Dog shirts because you want to talk about somebody who <laughs> takes no shit. That lady takes no shit. I've seen it in action. Those and, are the best managers. And it is, it's a beauty to behold. It, when you see it, like all cylinders pumping, who boy, it's like you just kind of cross your arms and sit back and say, oh, this is good. Somebody go pop some popcorn in the break room. Just don't burn it because the smell will ruin everybody else's lunch. But yeah, it's, it's a sight to behold for sure. Um, Katie says it also takes uh, the entry-level positions to get to managerial positions for a career, correct? Um, Hero, great concept here. Even a monkey could do it. Well, a monkey can throw actual shit at you, too. So, yeah, <laughs> good good call. Um, oh, look, we, we got a shirt for you, Mad Dog. Hero says, I don't care, Mad Dog 2021. <laughs> I'm all about it. Okay. Let's do it. Uh, here you go. Um, I'll give that one to you, Blame Tag. <laughs> Um, Luke of the Wind uh, and customers will be okay abusing customer service people while still ignoring their kids. They're completely okay with child abuse, but for their own good. I know, right? Maybe, maybe it's that they abuse their children and they feel they should abuse the the associates as well. Oh my God! I had some small person go running out my front door today or the other day, and I looked at the mom and I was like, "Do you want to go get that?" <laughs> That's great. Um, Joey K. Joey K. I found a great strategy is to talk to them with the same cadence as a cop. Also in the 21st century, reaching old age is no longer an achievement worthy of respect. You were correct. Very well put. Very well put. All right. So, uh, let's look at what we got here. Um, this is a good one. How do you deal with customers who are on their phones who do not listen to anything you are saying as you are serving them? The will of shame tells us that the first answer will be from Mad Dog. Everybody strap in. <laughs> I talk louder at them. The entire time, I will scream at them if they are on their phone, and I don't care. And when I get those looks of, what the hell are you doing, I give it right back. So it's like that kind of saying that I've said before, I match energies, so you decide how we're going to be today. I, I don't hold up. I don't know why this just entered in my head. You're you you and your your match energies bullshit reminds me of the Wonder Twins, like you know, bumping their rings together. Sorry, just random, but yeah, that's what that's what I think Wonder of. Twins United. Yeah, basically, form of a care no, a Karen killer. You know, <laughs> I'll t- I'll just talk louder, and then they'll be like, "Can you hold on?" And I'm like, "Hey." This is what I have to do for my job. So I have to tell you about this. I have to do this. So you could give me those couple seconds and we'll be done. Right. The, like, I, I, give me a break. I feel it. Uh, Grant Harding says, I respect that so much. When I was a pharmacist, I had to take all of the shit. We were indoctrined, almost kind of brainwashed into being a professional, which most pharmacists interpreted as just taking a beating every day. Yes. I never even so much as told someone they were wrong, totally the wrong attitude. And I wouldn't do that again if I found myself in a retail position again. I won't, but if I did, good for you. Um, Joey K says, stare silently until they pay attention. No work will be getting done for you until you look me in the eyes. I agree with that too. <laughs> so um, 
All right, mad dog. So blame tag. How would you deal with the person on the phone? Um, well, at the theater, we would just kind of ask them to get off the phone. They, you know, them being on the phone would hold up the line. They'd usually just get pissy, but usually, you know, try to talk over their phone call. Nowadays, though, I'm a lot more passive aggressive than I used to be. So I'll just start to walk away. And when they get mad, I'll just be like, oh, I thought you were talking to someone else. I didn't realize you were talking to me. I'll just keep doing that until like they put their phone down. Right. It is. Yeah, that, is that is brilliant. It. It's annoying as shit. I mean, it just is. Yeah. Which brings us to, and, and this is very ironic and tongue in cheek for this. So, Admiralda, how do you do with people on their phones? <laughs> That's a great question. Um, a lot of the time, most of the time, it's respectful. Um, most of the time, if somebody's on their phone in front of me, it's because I'm supposed to be talking to somebody. Um, so, they're like, hey, tell this person about what we're doing. Uh, I'm have a really good. Uh, I'm looking off into the distance while you're finishing up your conversation sort of face. Like I'm waiting here patiently and we're doing a jeopardy countdown in my head. (laughs) And if you take too long on the phone, then I'm going to go to the next person behind you. It's, it's, it's a really good, um, acting sort of exercise that I do role play. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, God, that's a terrible, terrible phrase in my industry. But yes, oh, yes. So, 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 let me ask about your industry. Do you have to do the role plays, like in meetings and stuff? Oh my God, yes, we do. Uh, oh, meetings all the time. Oh. So, for, uh, from a, uh, yeah. from a selling standpoint, when I worked at Guitar Center, now mind you, I was passionate about the gear, and actually, I'm actually wearing one of my Guitar Center shirts right now from back in the day but we did this thing where we would do role plays did do you guys have to do role plays where like somebody says yes i'd like to purchase such and such and then you've got to like pitch like three to five add-ons yes um it's i mean there's there's uh there's at least like five to six things that you're trying to bring up at a time and if you don't get all of them, then your manager is going to bring it up. Um, and most of everything is assumptive sales. I want to, um, I want to throw this out there. Has, well. has anybody ever pitched to you um, the sales by elimination? Meaning, okay, let's say you've got seven things that you're supposed to add on to your purchase, okay? Whether it be warranties or whatnot. Mm-hmm. You offer them all at one time at one like crazy price. And you're going by the law of subtraction. So you give them this. Yeah. 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 yeah it's called top to, top to bottom. Sales. Right. And, and that's amazing to me because the amount of people that would actually fall for that is crazy. <laughs> it was the same thing with us. It's like, oh, so you're wanting to buy a guitar. Okay, cool. Let me go get all the stuff you need. I'll be back in a minute. And you come to the counter and you got this pile of shit. You got like a guitar stand yep. and picks and blah, blah, blah. And so what you do is the whole hope is you might have 10 items there, but you're banking on them getting two. And you whittle down to those two. And it's like, oh, I'll win. <laughs> yep. Yep. Luke of the Wind says fucking role play bullshit. Hey, look, it, 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 it was no, terrible. It was it was fun at Guitar Center. I'm not gonna lie. The the funniest one ever that I pulled because I was the sales manager and and I actually saw this work in real time. All right, so you're always pitching add-ons. We had an associate. Somebody came up 
to the counter and bought a pack of guitar picks. And I shit you not, this dude said, would you like a guitar to go with that? <laughs> and he sold a guitar. No. no. The most brilliant thing I've ever fucking seen in my career. They came in <laughs> to spend a buck 75 on a pack of guitar picks and bought a $3,500 guitar. Just amazing. Beautiful. It is, you know, if That's you're into the selling thing, that is, you look at that person, you're like, you're a God among mortals because how did you do that? You know, because the commission was great. <laughs> you know, as a salesperson, that kind of sale, you only get like once a year, like where it's just like. Yeah, exactly. And all of your coworkers better see. Yeah, and 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 then like you get you get all these praises and stuff. And if you have the wrong managers, they expect you to do that every time. But you know, our location was great uh, at that time. I was working in the Atlanta market, so selling guitars wasn't really a big deal. I mean, you could do it, but for somebody to come in and buy, plan on spending two dollars to wind up spending thirty five hundred and two dollars. That that was a sight to behold. So, um, if he's watching this, I'm gonna shout it out. You know, Christian May good dude um okay so irish your turn uh, generally speaking I, I uh it depends on my mood but i i i i tend to act dumb as shit and uh <laughs> well, you know basically it, it's just to annoy them as much as they annoy me so so you know i i you know i'll, I'll start just like you know um slowly scanning things and putting them in you know bags whatever the case would be and, and then you know a, as they attempt to correct me i'll, I'll just be oh sorry what what, what, what do you say you talking to me uh, uh you know and it's just if it, it's just to be honest i get a kick out of it i kind of enjoy when they come up like that because i know i can just fuck with somebody <laughs> for once it, it's, it is um, nice isn't it so yeah no no it it, it look look generally speaking it, it doesn't actually annoy me all that much because if they're on their phone, they tend to be a fairly quick to get rid of, you know, but, you know, um, uh, yeah. So if I'm in the mood, I will kind of just fuck with them a bit. That's what I do. Oh, awesome. Uh, all right. So Alex, how long has it been since you worked in retail? It's, it's been a, a minute. So it's been a minute. So do you have a, a customer on the phone story or how you dealt with it? We're talking about like they're just on a phone call or like are they texting? Somebody? Well, no, like let's say, for instance, you're trying to help them, but they're talking to somebody on the phone. Well, the last time I had that happen to me, I just got on my cell phone and they looked at me <laughs> and they said, what are you doing? I'm here. I'm the customer. I said, oh, I'm sorry. I was trying to. No, I just had a friend that I was talking to. Oh, that's great. Just, just trying to match him. your energy. Uh, match your, yeah. By the way, in the chat. Uh, we're, we're, I'm gonna have to look. If you beat me to it, blame tag. That's fine. I don't care. I, I'm I'm that kind of guy. But somebody says, uh, "Who was it? Luke of the Wind? Can we get that on a shirt? I match energies. How are we going to be today? <laughs> so, so that's some beautiful shit. <laughs> okay, I don't care if I get to it first. Fine. If you get to it first, fine. I don't care. I think it's hilarious enough. I just really don't give a shit. It just needs to be out there. Uh, that's how I look at it. So. But, you know, yeah, you I don't. I don't recommend anybody to do that, though. <laughs> oh no, no, you, you, you sure? There are no rules here, man. We want to make shirts. We'll make shirts to say whatever the fuck we want. 
<laughs> no, 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 I'm not talking about that. Oh. I'm talking about don't actually play Mirror Force on them like I did. Oh, well, you can. I mean, you know, you only live once, man. Uh, Do it at your own risk, but when you work retail for over five years, you have my permission. Well, there you go. Uh, SRFC1234, good to see you. The only time I act stupid is when customers come in and say they're in a hurry. I would serve them a bit slower. That's the beautiful part. So what I'm going to do real quick but is I'm going to pull up Steve, what? Also, just real quick, I didn't really get to put my two cents worth on the last question. Okay, go ahead. About why people think it's retail for kids. Oh, go ahead. But a lot of those people, a lot of those same people are the same people that say only college students or only high school students should be working fast food. That's a child's job. When in fact, that is not true at all. And those are the same people that say those people deserve minimum wage. I have always hated people that degrade jobs like that. Agree. And, you know, I've got a perfect argument for the minimum wage bullshit, how it should be for kids. I think if our government actually decided to do something proactive and, and make the, the wage a livable wage, you could tear it. You could say, OK, fine, cool. If you are from the age of 16 and 18, you continue to make. 725 but from 18 up that wage starts where it needs to be 15 minimum it, it really needs to be more than that if you want benefits or whatnot but that would eliminate all this kid bullshit give them a window you know most places you there are some places you legally can't work until you're 18 because they have bailers and cardboard compactors and all this other stuff but there's some places to hire at 16 so from 16 to 18, unless you have a letter showing that you have extra, you know, like a different, a special circumstance at home where you're a primary breadwinner, you make minimum wage. Fine. That's okay. But from 18 on, you're up, you're considered an adult. You should get a livable wage. Period. End mm -hmm. of story. Yeah. Steve. Yes. Steve. Statistically, uh, these jobs are held by women that who are over 30 and single mothers working in grocery stores and they're holding down two jobs. Yes. yes. You shouldn't hold down two jobs. No, you should not. You should not have to. You know, and, and that's the thing is, you know, we've talked about this before. You have employees that work for you or work for places. They don't, A, they don't want to be a manager, okay? B, some of them, they just don't have what it takes to be a manager, but they're great employees, you know, you have people like that all over this country, all right? They're, they show up every time they're supposed to. They pick up every shift that, that's available. Their money in the bank, if somebody calls out, you know, that's the person you can call and they'll come in. It, it, nobody's been yet to, to explain to me why those people don't need to make a whole hell of a lot more money. They shouldn't have to work two jobs. You shouldn't have a single mother working somewhere having to work two jobs. Because what that tells me is if you're willing to work two jobs to take care of your family, you're worth the pay increase to keep you at one place. Well, Steve, if I may interject there. Absolutely. Uh, Go ahead. It, um, I, I forget exactly when the minimum wage was uh, brought in in the States. I don't know what year that was. But my understanding is, is that the minimum wage at that time was the living wage. Yes, and I will tell you this. The minimum wage has not changed since 2009. 
Exactly. So, so it, it just, you know, uh, what they call the minimum wage today is is not what it meant back, uh, you know, back whenever it was introduced. Right. It was introduced as the minimum standard of living. Right. And it's not the case today. You know, um, there one of the things that I talked about in the interview today was about from whatever, whenever they started recording it up until 1970, wages and productivity were together. All right. So the amount of productivity and in industry matched the wage that was being paid. But something happened in 1970 where it fractured. And since 1970, the productivity has shot way up while wages stayed stagnant. So what's happened is it's become you're going to do more for less. And that's what's put us, you know, where we are. Um, an interesting stat today that, that I found was, all right, so it's been 12 years since we've had a minimum wage increase. But get this, from 2009 until now, the minimum wage has not increased, right? The average rent for a one-bedroom has increased 36%. Think about that for a minute. I mean, what's the answer for it? You know, greed. Greed is the answer for it. I mean, that's what's happening. Yeah. You know, you, you know, you're not raising wages, but you're wage you're raising the prices on everything. You know, period. You know, and that's that's all right because up until 1970, cost of goods, things you could buy, strength of the dollar, where there was parity. There's not parity now. And what happened is the best I can research is big business got their claws into government. Doesn't and like I said, we don't talk politics here, but when it comes to money, but it's the truth. Yeah, but 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 when we talk money, all right, Democrats and Republicans are just two heads of the same snake. And when it comes to money, um, so what's happened is when the Federal Reserve gets involved and the politicians get involved and whatnot, we see corporations who are buying favor from the government, whether it's a whether it's a Republican Congress or a Democratic Congress or not, they buy favor. They always have and they always will. And that's the thing that's lost on a lot of people when they get into the political argument. You know, it, it's Always follow the money. If you follow the money and you follow the dollar signs, you'll realize they're the same when it comes to enriching themselves at the cost of the workers. And that's where we're at. Yeah, but you, don't, you don't understand that wealth trickles down. It trickles down to everybody. Right. Exactly. And, you know, and Russell, I'm going to disagree with you. The stock market is not what destroyed our economy. What destroyed our economy was giving the Federal Reserve control over it. And agreed. I mean, that that's really what it comes down to. And and the, there's no regulation. I mean, we're sitting here. We talk about this week after week after week after week about you know employees making more money and better benefits and all these other things. We talk about this all the time, and we know it's an issue. But the thing that doesn't get handled is. How come a guitar that 
you know, and I, I just use that as an easy example because it's something I physically could see in real time. Why is a guitar worth a thousand dollars worth of profit? It's not. You know, for years, Gibson Guitars was rated the worst company in the United States to work for. That is a true statement. You can look that up. But they would sell guitars. The Guitar Center would sell. And I could see in real time when I sold one that, okay, it cost $1,000 for Guitar Center to buy it. We're selling it for $1,000 more. But we're not going to change the commission rate or pay, so to speak, due to the profit margin. Okay, the 30% margin on anything is great. All right? We're talking about 100% margin. And they're getting mad at you because you're not hitting 100% margin. You could drop that to shit. I mean, to 50% margin and pay your people more. It's about the corporations not wanting to take any kind of hit on that profit margin to line the pockets of their CEOs. That's all it comes down to. It's basic math. If you do the research, you'll see it. Every single company in retail could raise the wages by a significant amount with very minimal loss to the suits, but they've become so greedy that they expect that profit margin and they refuse to budge. You're right. Yep. I mean, uh, uh, Steve, Steve, I, I can, I can tell you right now, um, I work in a, uh, hourly plus commission base, uh, pay structure. And every couple of months they will change the commission structure, um, and realign it based on making it harder for their employees to make bonuses and to hit minimum commission. Right. And, and how does it make it harder and harder for us to make more? Money. How's your commission structure work? Like, like I'll be honest with you when I worked at guitar center and this has been many years ago, so it's changed a lot. It is different, but back then you were paid minimum wage plus commission and it was against a draw. So, we got paid on the 15th and like the 30th. We got, we got paid two times a month. The first paycheck was an hourly paycheck just to get an associate by to have some money in the pocket. The second paycheck was a combination of hourly plus commission. But the trick was the commission, anything you made hourly was pulled out of and then you got what was left over. See, that sounds more like a, um, what I know about people who sell cars. Correct. Um, this one is ours is um, it's held for two months um, based on cancellations of, of, of services. And it's, it's actually, it's, it's super complex and it, it changes all the time, but uh, it has been more profitable for a sales rep previously and literally i'll tell you every every time that they change it and they make it harder and harder for people to get a hundred percent commission payout they just make it easier for you to get like oh well if you don't do this then you get 75 percent commission payout you get 50 percent commission payout you get 25 percent commission payout if you only hit these certain tiers and they just keep getting making it harder and harder and it, it just keeps making people do more it's it's a it's a sales system that's fostering people to be more and more dishonest. Is it is is it cutthroat? I mean, is it? It's 
Yeah, it's so cutthroat <laughs> that like they basically want you to just to 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 be dishonest and to uh, fuck over a customer and just to add on the add-ons without telling anybody because the things that they're expecting is just so unrealistic that you just have to throw on this stuff and um, and just be just throw it on there so you can get paid and you can get your bosses paid and then just explain away it to the customer later. So I'm assuming you know that you sell warranties and and coverage and things like that correct yes so that's the big thing for me is we we did it at the guitar center too we had this thing called pro coverage and it was basically 100% profit every time we sold it and it was hard because some situations and when Alex Alex and I worked for Kmart it was the same thing we sold coverage on stuff like fucking $20 toasters all right. And which, I mean, why would you do that? I mean, it's a $20 toaster. Just throw the damn thing away and go buy another one, you know? But, and if you get, if you sell those, you get a $2.99, $2.99 spiff. Raise. Yeah, we got a spiff, you know, for, for those. Oh, yeah, spiffs. Oh, yeah. Spiffs, yeah. And we got spiffs at Guitar Center, too. And, but to me, when you actually start looking at these warranties and whatnot, there's not a lot of value. Now, I will say this, and I'm going to go out on limb here, and, and there's a lot of extended warranties out there. There's, there's Clark Howard, who's preached for years. Don't buy them. They're not worth it, okay? Guitar Center's what? Because there's fine print to warranties to things that people don't ever read. Like, for instance, if you go buy a $3,500 Gibson Les Paul, if you read the fine print... If you use that instrument for commercial use, which means, i.e., recording music to make money or playing in a band and making money, guess what? Your warranty is void. People don't realize that. And what our coverage actually did, even though it was expensive, all right, it, it would actually replace the instrument if something happened to it. It's the only company I have ever worked for. In my 30 years, it offered any kind of extended warranty that made any damn sense whatsoever. All the rest of them were fucking useless. Period. But, you know, it's it's like, I don't know. Are you able to see cost and stuff um, at Merelda? Uh, no, but... No, but I can tell you, um, at my my current employer, I'm so good at selling accessories because I used to sell a basically a <coughs> bullshit uh, screen protector replacement program um, for cell phones. Uh, it was eighty dollars for an unlimited lifetime replacement screen protector replacement program. Even though the screen protectors we sold had a or T program themselves. I'm a, I, at least it, it is insane. $80, it, $80 when this company would send you a free one every time. Right. I hope you have heard this phrase in your business. If you have not keep this, you know, tuck this away and use it for when you need to use it. But how often have you heard that selling is the transference of enthusiasm? The fuck? I, I haven't heard that, but I can just make The fuck? I feel that. So, yeah, that's a real thing. Sell it. And the reason Unfortunately, I, I have heard of it. Yeah, I know you have because you worked with me. All right. So, the reason why that's important is if you're in a selling position, 
who's going to have the better shot? Customer comes up and rings up, and the cashier says, would you be interested in store such and such credit card? Or, <laughs> or, hey, thanks so much for shopping here. I just want to let you know, you do know that you're eligible for such and such program and such and such card that gives you such and such value and blah, 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 blah. Oh you just made me God. lose brain cells. Oh, dude. Eligible. My eyes just rolled all the way into the back of my head. It didn't. It I didn't. I throw up. Sorry. Your eligible is the best sales phrase ever. Correct. It is. It makes them. Or how about, can I save you? Such and such percent. Oh, but that's bullshit. I want to help. That's bullshit. When we work for that company, maiden, that their selling technique was fucking terrible. I mean, terrible. Now's your chance. Now's your chance to be a big (laughs) shot. I mean, no, no. I mean, exclusive offer. I will. I will tell you that that Guitar Center, what we did there was amazing. Okay, it was the sales training was phenomenal. All right. And I heard somebody tell me one time that every one of us are natural born sellers. You know why? Do you remember when you were little and your parents said, well, what do you want for your birthday? Or what do you want for Christmas? And you gave them the pitch because of what toy you wanted. We've been doing this since birth. And a lot of people don't understand that it's a natural given talent that you have. And you've made it too hard. And when you add the enthusiasm part to it, you can sell ice to Eskimos. I mean, you really can. You know, it's the enthusiasm behind what you do. And it does help. Like, you know, working in the guitar center is not really a fair example because I'm surrounded by a bunch of people who have the same love for what we do. We have a love for the gear. We have a love for the profession. That's a very rare (laughs) thing to have. So there's a passion that allows you to do this. You want to hear my sales pitch? You don't have a sales pitch. I'm going to hit you with it anyway. Let's hear it. You can try. <laughs> Let's hear it. All right, so here's the non-enthusiastic version. Are you tired of your $4.99 boring life? Or you can hit them with the, are you tired with your $4.99 life? And then just get in there. See, this is why Alex didn't sell a lot of uh, uh, what we call smart plans. <laughs> And and just to let you know, I sold plenty of them, and I was invited to our corporate office, and I had to go up there, and I had to actually give a presentation to the Kmart corporate people about extended warranties. So, because, and the reason being is because it was selling as a transference of enthusiasm. You don't have to buy into it. You hate it. It's part of your job. But by it's me, but, it's me but, adding steatics. Yeah. But by God, if you're going to do it, do it it's well. It's me and Mario. You know, yeah, it's a me, Mario. Uh, Tanya Peacock, your favorite 1997 salesman, right? Uh, Tanya Peacock. Warranties, <laughs> depending on the product, are terrible. So I, w- I want to address this real quick. Uh, Tanya Peacock says on YouTube, warranties depending on the product are terrible. You are correct. Um, it kind of goes into what we were doing at Kmart. You're you're doing warranties on twenty dollar toasters. That's an expendable item. It's like you know. I don't go to Walmart and buy a $20 toaster expecting it to last me 20 years. I know I'm going to have to replace it. It's 20 bucks. All right. Um, and like the one that really kills me and you gamers out there, Proto, Alex, when you go to GameStop and they're like, oh, you can get a, a, a warranty on your disc. Oh, that's some bullshit. <laughs> that is absolutely some bullshit. <laughs> 
Uh, that is a terrible idea. No, you know, buy digitally. You don't have to worry about it. Um, also to uh, Kealia42, you're not wrong. You're absolutely not wrong, but there are warranties that are worth it too. Correct. There are. Like, for instance, the Guitar Center one was absolutely worth it. I watched I, I watched a lady who had bought a, a, God, it was a Gibson Dove acoustic guitar. It was damn near five grand, all right? At a gig, got crushed, all right? These are, these are custom-made instruments now. Mind you, she had bought. She had. Shit. She had bought <laughs> the pro coverage, and guess what? She got her fucking guitar replaced. Yes, when you when you're buying a five thousand dollar guitar, and you told, well, the coverage on this is like five hundred extra dollars, and you go through the pitch and whatnot, and, and they don't like the fact it's an extra five hundred dollars because they've already tried to get a deal on the guitar, but you finally sell them on it. When something like that happens, they're happy they did it. Because if you wouldn't have had that, because of how Gibson's warranties were, you you just ate five grand that you're not getting anything for. And those companies don't give a flying fuck if you go on YouTube and complain. They don't. Because it's Gibson. Every famous guitar player in the world has played a Gibson Les Paul. They don't care. You know, they're going to get their money. So, uh, Hero says, P. So, can I just say real quick? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. So, the 1000s customer. Used to <laughs> 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 my husband used to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chad, is that you? Yes, man. Oh, you joined us finally. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, I kind of, uh, oh, well, you see, what had happened was, uh, I don't know. <laughs> well, I got home and I had a couple of fingers of bourbon and, you know. It happens, man. It happens. It's all good, but I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're here. Go Southern Miss. I'm glad. Oh, shit, we saw. Did, did, did the check clear? Uh, yeah, check cleared for one point nine million dollars. There you go. That's what you get for playing Bama. Good job. All right. I'm all right with that. <laughs> all right, Kira, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> so, my husband used to work for Radio Shack, which is fine to say that because they're not even around anymore. So, whatever. That's correct. But they used to sell yeah. warranties. <clears throat> they would sell warranties on rechargeable batteries <laughs> for a dollar. But you, and but, they wow. would sell the shit out of those warranties because the amount of people that would actually, because like you could literally come back to the store with your receipt and get a whole brand new pack of rechargeable batteries. Well, well, hey, look. But nobody ever did. <laughs> one, once again, once again, a Guitar Center story, and it's not really Guitar Center. Here is the perfect example of how a lifetime warranty is supposed to work. Okay? So, I'm going to grab this because it's actually right here. So, ladies and gentlemen, what you see here is a guitar cable. Right? This is a Mogami Platinum guitar cable it's a hundred and forty nine dollars but here's yeah. but here's the kicker it's a lifetime warranty and what that means is if you bought this cable and it died on you you can walk into guitar center with this cable and say i need another one they'll take this cable from you and they'll hand you a brand new one no questions asked and out the door you go yep and there you go. 
So well, you know, Sears did that with Craftsman forever. Yes, they did. Oh, yeah. when, when Craftsman was worth a damn and wasn't made in China, yes, they did. They stood behind that shit. It was the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Hero says drinking game for y'all. Every time Steve says Guitar Center, hey, we got off on the sales thing. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> it just happens that way um, that woman is, is a saint she lived through the guitar center years and she allowed me to live through the guitar center years so you know she deserves an award so so it's been good stuff um, what else you guys got I mean what, what y'all want to talk about throw, throw, I, I, I got nowhere to fucking be I'm 51 years old I don't have keys I don't have to open a building tomorrow morning let's fucking go I don't care Hey, so what do y'all think about the the whole Walmart canceling layaway going to finance, pay 150% interest? Bullshit. Holy crap. Ooh. Y'all, yeah. yeah. They're not, they they just decided to cancel layaway. And and they went, like, Hero told me about that. I did not know that was happening. And I have somebody that works for Walmart. They didn't tell me. They literally just announced it on September 25th when they should have been starting layaway. And now you have to go through like a firm or whatever, which you have to apply. Wait, go, what A firm actually a F F I R M. Yes. Wait, wait. Yeah. So do you have to have credit for basis in order to apply for it? You have to have, you have to have some, like you, you have that you have to present your paycheck stubs. Oh shit! You have to get oh, yeah, well, it's a whole process. Everything. No, no. Uh, I, I, no, I mean I can see that as a as a cool way to build your credit to like have layaway and to use it as a as a basis of building credit. But to use it as a way to block off people who don't have credit, that's ridiculous. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. Because remember why, I mean, one of the biggest reasons layaway is out there is because there's people, their credit may be bad, and it's a way for them to go in and buy something and make payments on it so little Johnny or little Sally can get the Christmas item that they want. Yeah. Now, all of a sudden, it's, oh, big it's behind a credit wall. To- it's also a yeah, way to but it- not have the crap sitting in your house for little, you know, crotch goblins to find it <laughs> jesus christ guess who's never having kids in yeah, the chat guys holy if crap you could use it as a way to build your credit would be would be nice if we're gonna build it that way if we're gonna put in credit with it i just think it sucks that they announced that they were stopping it when that they weren't going to do it this year yeah when it yeah. should have been starting <laughs> yeah generally when it's supposed to have been starting yeah, that's pretty. No, shitty. they should have done it the first of the year, so people could have been planning already. But it's Walmart, so I sure did roll that up to my corporate and was like, "Hey, you think we can get like a toy catalog? <laughs> Send something <laughs> out for us? Shit." Oh, sorry. It's still Walmart, uh, the corporation that does food drives for Thanksgiving for its own employees. Yes, this is true. That is where we are, everybody. I was wondering if they'd be in the habit of denying their own employees the um, the credit or whatever. Ooh. Well, oh, that's a good point. This is yeah, that is. 
Wow. That wow, that is that's huge because how many Walmart employees have taken advantage of layaway through the years? Right. But yeah, one of them. They're taking plausible deniability. Well, it's not us that's denying you. It's this third party company. Wow. Uh, real quick, Joey K, I agree. Walmart sales will take a hit for this. A huge hit. It wouldn't surprise me. Oh, it would not surprise me yeah. if by the end of November they scrap it and reinstate layaway. That might be shy. too late, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a yeah, they, late have, for Christmas. they have to give them some hell of a deal to get people to come do it that late. I mean, yeah. Alex will tell you, I mean, when we were at Kmart, layaway was a huge deal. No, no, it, no But no, no. I, I, oh, yeah. I understand the nightmare, Alex, but it was a huge nope, draw nope. because <laughs> people, people needed that. You know, it's, yeah. um, Look, I mean, let's face it. An old man almost got fucking murdered by me. Steve. Okay, but okay, I, I get that. I get that part. I get. I get that part of it. I get that part of it, and leave it to you to be the one to single out an elderly person to kill. But anyway, um, you know, the layaway is meant, you know, to provide a service for people who don't have credit. You know, I got a question layaway because I've never worked at a place that has it. Sure. Yeah, me either. Do they make any kind of interest off the layaway, or does you're just paying like regular? No. Alex, wasn't there a fee? Basically, there's basically there's a fee, and it's basically a customer's way to constantly be like, "Well, that shirt went on clearance. I want to get that readjusted," yeah. and you just lose money overall. But the fee, yeah. but the fee so was non-refundable. So, like, say he was non-refundable. Right. But you want to know how many times I've had to go around that? Well, uh, yeah. corporate said to. So, so I'm gonna a lot. I'm gonna go out on a limb and assume that whatever interest they're charging on this new shit is gonna be more than the is gonna be a lot more than the. Uh, you know, he, Hero did the research on this and told me about it. It's thirty percent interest, and that's Jesus. probably gonna be what, like a lot more, right? What was the fee like? Two ninety nine. Yeah, exactly. Fifteen bucks. Yeah. <laughs> so, so if you pay something for hundred bucks, it's already twice as much. You'll be paying for it till next Christmas, and the kids broke the shit in February. Oh, see, that's a valid <laughs> point. You're gonna be paying for shit that no, got broke. You can't pick it up until it's paid off, though. Yeah, right. No, no, it's. Oh, they're doing that. Oh. No, this is like progressive leasing. Oh with big shit! Lots. All right, so so oh, so 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 time out, time out, yes. time out. All right, so I know how this scam oh, works, and it's not oh. really a scam. All right, guys, so. I learned quite a few years ago where I buy my music gear from is a company called Z-Zounds, all right? And what they do, they have a thing called pay as you play. And let's say I decide I see a $500 guitar I like, but I can't drop $500 right now. They'll break that thing up to you in four payments if you give them your debit card number, no credit check. And the fee is minimal. The fee for them is like $5. But once you make that first payment, they send you the guitar. So what a firm is, a firm is doing the same thing, if I'm understanding this correct, um, Mad Dog, that you you get the financing approved, you make the payment, and you get the stuff, but you're still on the hook to pay it, correct? Yes. Right. All right, so... 
what'll happen is, you know, it's, it's interesting cause these guitar companies can do this without a credit check and they just use your debit card. A firm's actually running a soft credit check on you, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. You have Correct. to have a minimum 500. You have to have a minimum 500. So there's going to be tons of people that shop at Walmart. There are not even remotely closely eligible to that. And on but top see, of that, here's the, <clears throat> here's the other part. So when you do your layaway, you could put a thousand dollars worth of stuff on layaway. You could. With, with this affirm, if you only get approved for $250, Christmas going to be shit. Oh, shit, man. So expect an episode in January talking about the failure of Walmart's affirm layaway <laughs> um, replacement oh, yeah. because that's some bullshit because you're right. I mean, and like Joey K said about the sales dropping off, layaway is such a huge business for the companies that actually do it. Yes, there are people that cancel layaways and there's people that forget their layaways. That's true. But there's a lot of people that rely on layaways as a service to them because their credit's bad. It's an easy way for them to do it. And oh Jesus. And we've got a title. And if we have the t if we do have this episode, Proto gets credit for the title, How Walmart Stole Christmas. Yep. Bingo. And there's another dark side to layaway. There it is. Okay, what's the other dark side, Alex? I don't remember. It's been a now long the time. The dark side of layaway is when you got a dumbass employee that decides to take items out of a customer's box that they've already pre-purchased and sell that item individually to a customer. Ooh. And then oh. one customer comes in for their purchase and you go and you have to be the unlucky soul, me, oh. and you have to give them their box without it in there. You're the you better be ready to take a, you better be ready to take an ass. With well, yeah, I mean, okay. So, but again, let me explain. <laughs> I need to explain because with companies like progressive, Snap Finance, Affirm, you stop making your payments, they literally come to your house and repossess your shit. Oh my God, can you imagine the, look, it's sad, all right, it is sad, but there, there's some humor <laughs> to this. Could, Christmas tree. Yeah, could, terrible, could you right? imagine the repo vehicle? Like, talk about the actual Grinch. Like, no, 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 imagine the repo, this year. the repo truck pulling up to like haul off like the power wheels <laughs> on December 20th or the Barbie. Yeah. I mean, you get no Christmas lights. And this is, you have to pay, <laughs> you have to pay every two weeks. It gets auto drafted out of your account. God bless, man. That is way it's much. Holy crap. 12 months. It's 12 months. So you're literally paying for this Christmas until next Christmas. Well, it's like I told so somehow you stop paying in March. They come to pick it up. That shit got broken in February. Tell what are you going to tell them? Go to the dump and pick it up. Well, when he wrote, like, no, this is this is, this is this is this is people trying to keep people in poverty in poverty. You're right. Yes. A hundred percent. Hero told me about this yesterday, and you know the comment you know we were looking at was. Yeah, a the interest rate on that shit's ridiculous. I mean, it's it's crazy to me to think about that. And you've got people that, I mean, they could ruin their credit with it. You know. Yes. And but I told her when she told me what it was, I'm like, 
This is like rent a center or some shit where you like, you know, oh, I'm going to yeah. go buy my kids an Xbox. And even though the Xbox Series S costs $299, by the time I pay it off, it's $1,400 fucking dollars. Correct. <clears throat> you know, that's highway robbery. And I'll be yes. honest with you. I cannot believe Walmart's doing this. And Joey K putting the, the comments here. Walmart obviously not knowing what their core demographics are. Talk about a, taking taking an L and failing. Jesus God, that's but stupid. You have to think. You have to think. So, how much money do they? I mean, they still make money off layaway. They do. Well, yeah, they make a shit ton of money. Well, I mean, on on layaway, they already make the profit off of the item that's put on layaway, and then they make the profit of the actual fee. Fee. Yeah, and that's yes. just straight profit. Yeah. So. How much money do you think that what contract they got with a firm of how much they're going to make off the top of a firm to charge you an obscene amount of money and charge you for a year to give your kids. See, and that's what's amazing to me. All right. And and I've said this about a few businesses, you know, let's talk about Apple. I mean, we know Apple has extremely strenuous like credit, um, requirements to get financed for like Macs and iMacs and all this other stuff. But I look at these companies that are selling this music equipment with no credit check. And if it's 200, between $249 and like $500, they'll, they'll break it up into four payments, no credit check, deduct it from your debit card. They charge you at the beginning $15. That's your fee for doing this. And they send you to merchandise. I don't, this company has been doing this for almost a decade and has not went bankrupt and it has made tons of money. What's stopping other retailers from using that model instead of going with like a firm? And the obvious answer is kickbacks and fees. Greed. Yep. Yeah. Greed. I mean, look, imagine whatever your hobby is. Okay. Let's say, you're a graphic designer and you've wanted an iMac your entire career because they're great for doing that. And you find a company that's going to sell you an iMac at retail and they're going to break it up into eight payments with no credit check for the exact same amount every month, no interest. And they're only going to charge you $15 and they're going to send you that iMac at the first payment. Why is that not a thing? Because that's exactly what happens with these these music companies. And it's great because it could be done. It could absolutely be done. Oh, yeah. You know, um, Russell makes a good point. That's why you don't hear Montgomery Awards anymore. Yep. Um, yeah. You know, Proto says they even took the roast beef. Uh, Marlboro Point. That's a good one. Um, yeah. Hero says, yeah, still not sponsored, but feel free to contact. Hey, look, I'm not sponsoring anybody here. Look, my experience at Guitar Center was good. The sales techniques are great, but it gave me a lot of insight into profit margins and how things actually work because it's the first company and the only company I've ever worked for where I could see in real time uh, when we looked at our sales dashboard for the day, we could see what our actual total gross sales were and we could see what our gross profit was. It's the only company yep. I've ever worked for that I could ever see that in real time every day. So that really changes your perspective of retail. Marlboro points. I wish uh, I I missed the, uh, we get a nice duffel bag or a really great telescope. Man, I would kill for a great telescope right now. If um, American spirit had a contest, (laughs) I'd be going for the telescope. That's for damn sure. Cause I don't smoke Marlboro's anymore. (laughs) 
you know. If I may just offer my, my opinion You here. offer whatever you like, Irish. Thank you. Uh, layaway is not really a big thing here at all. Um, but just just from listening to uh, to everyone in the chat, and given the fact that Walmart is the size that it is, I wonder. Um, I, I wonder. I'm guessing that it's something to do with the supply chain. I'm guessing that they don't want to put things on layaway at the moment because they don't want empty shelves at Christmas. Is that it, what, what do you think of that? You know that that could be valid. I mean that that could be a very good argument with how the supply chain is going. Um, but I, I, I don't, it's so against what the core layaway concept is. And Alex can attest to this because I mean, yes, if you work in a store that has layaway, it's a nightmare to deal with. But if you look at the actual benefit to the customer, if they do it right, it, it's a lifesaver for a lot of people. And, you know, for a long time, I mean, Alex, didn't we, when I was there, didn't we do layaway all year long? And then they stopped that. And then it only became layaway for like Christmas. Nope, it was all year long. Year all right, so so think about that. So think about you. You know, um, at Morelda said earlier talking about single women working two jobs or whatnot. You know, you've got kids that are going to school and need school clothes. Layaway is a great option for you. And you know, for Walmart, I'll be really honest with you. I'm really shocked that they took that away. I, that's that's going to be. The quote unquote dick punch to Walmart this year. They're going. They're going to mm-hmm. regret doing that. You know, because yes, there's a high percentage of people that cancel their layaways or don't pick them up. But you're going to lose a customer base. They're they're actually going to feel betrayed because they <coughs> depended on that for so many years to take care of their kids for Christmas and whatnot. And look, Alex and I've seen it. It's not like it's a lot. You've got parents that don't have a lot of money. And they may have, like literally, Alex, and you saw this, where it was a $100 layaway. They were making payments on for months, and it wasn't a lot for their kids. And that was all their kids were going to get for Christmas, but to their kids, that was the biggest thing ever. And now it's gone. Yeah, I mean, but the thing I with the Walmart layaway, the thing with the Walmart layaway gimmick is, is it's got to be $15 per item. And it's got to be fifty dollars a minimum, so it was never anything as good as the Kmart. No, the, the Kmart layaway was actually good. I mean, it, it, trust me, we put up with the bullshit that went with it. But no, if it, to me that's like that's like printing money. It, it's like I, I would want to see like a Walmart decide to take on how like Kmart did it with the price restrictions and whatnot being much lower, because you're going to make money hand over fist. But when they do something like they're doing with a firm, that screams greed. That doesn't scream catering to your customer base. No. At all. No, and all I keep thinking of is like like you guys are talking about, that single mom who's like working at Waffle House where all her stuff's in cash tips, mm-hmm. except for that stupid 213. She's not going to qualify because you have to submit. Number one, you have to submit your pay stubs. Number two, you have to give them access to your bank account. And they check it to make sure it's a valid account. They check to see how much is in there. That's extremely intrusive. Yeah, you actually have to like log in while you're on their website. And it goes in there and checks. So if it's not showing, you know, if you're only showing, you know, maybe say $30 deposited every two weeks, you're going to get denied. 
you know, so, and with layaway, yeah, it was recommended that you pay every two weeks, but it was never required. Right. And somebody who's like working in service who may have had a really good night at tips could run up to Walmart and put X amount down on their layaway. Alex, I think you and I need to talk to our Alabama friend and get the logistics on this. Do you think that's a good idea? Um, yes. Uh, uh, look, let, let Alex and I do some research on this. We're going to get some real answers for some real people on what this is actually going on because we actually have the ability to do that. And it, uh, I'm just wondering if Walmart owns a firm. No, they do not. They, they do not. No, absolutely not. Um, that we know for I'll a fact. Give you, I, 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 can I just give you a personal experience? Um, I grew up um, in a in a household where I needed to give my mom a Christmas list in August every single year because Walmart layaway saved Christmas every year. Yep, and that's <laughs> it's just really really sad if if that goes away. Um, you- she had to. Uh, commit bankruptcy uh, or declare bankruptcy twice in her life and doing Walmart layaway when it didn't wasn't credit qualifying saves Christmas every year and that's that's just really sad if, if, if there are kids who have parents who are deserving of giving their kids Christmas is is robbed of that you're right Terrible. my first my oh, absolute yeah my first marriage was a situation like that. And, you know, many Christmases were financed, you know, through Walmart's layaway. I mean, it just, it just was. And, and it's, that's one of those like public services that actually, if you take the greed out of everything, layaway is a lifesaver for so many people for putting smiles on kids' faces. I mean, it really is. Now, I will say the one time that it didn't was we had a layaway for, or my oldest son for the legend of Zelda Ocarina of time when it came out and we finally paid it down to go pick it up. And they told me they lost it. Oh, guess who else lost it? Yikes. Yeah. They found it though. Did Mr. Alex, Scary lost it, did Alex lost it. No, I lost it. I think Mr. Scary lost it. And Mr. Scary lost it. Cause I, this was back when it actually came out. So, but no, I mean, I, I used layaway for several of his Christmases and it was, a, and it was something you relied on. You knew, I mean, you bring up a great point at Merelda about submitting Christmas lists in August because you, you try to plan that out. And that's what we did. I mean, it was like, okay, we're going to get him this and this and this and this. All right, we need to put it in layaway starting on this day to make sure we pay X amount every week and we can get it out by Christmas Eve, you know? It, yeah, you can budget that yep, way. exactly. And you weren't getting robbed or raped with a 30%, yeah. you know, interest fee. Well, back when Walmart did layaway year-round, when I moved into my first apartment in Texas, I put stuff on layaway because I was living with family and I didn't have anywhere to store anything. Right. So I was able to, you know, put some household things on. And when I finally moved in my apartment, was able to go pick it up. Yeah. You know, but you're right. Like when, cause when I worked for Sears school closed, cause Sears did layaway when they combined with Kmart. Yep. I mean, layaway, I don't look, I know there's a lot of headaches and a lot of companies have gotten away from it, but if, if, if you're getting rid of layaway and you're going to affirm 
that just screams greed. That's not helping your customer base out. That that's that's wanting you're 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 trying to take blood from a rock, so to speak. Yep. You know, so it's really ridiculous. But anyway, I'm sitting here looking. Wow, guys, this has been a two-hour shebang. I want to thank everyone who's been here. Irish, Maiden, Mad Dog, Blame Tag, Chad. I know, you know, some things happen, but hey, it's cool that, you, that you're here. Um, yeah, I'm glad to be yeah, here. Thank you for having me. At Merelda, um, I've been very anxious to have you on, actually, and I might send you a message, and we might actually decide to dedicate an episode to the selling environment. If you're okay with that, yep. Okay, well, well, that, that that'll be coming in November. I'll, I'll get with you on that. But once again, ooh, I might even have my hubby involved in that. Oh, I would love that. What, what, what did did hubby did hubby have a sales thing going on? Yeah, so he was the one that worked at Radio Shack, oh. and then afterwards yes. worked yes. for a company that only did cell phone and computer repairs. Okay, well, you need to get Hubby to get an anonymous Hello? name and we'll bring him on on the same episode. He would love that. He he can rant and rave. Not quite the as good as I lad. can. Can can, can <laughs> the iron lad. Wow. Can can you pull can you pull him away from the controller long enough for him to come on? Um, I will make that happen. Uh, I, I have faith in you. I know you will. I, I, my people will get in touch with your people, and my people will get in touch with Amarelda's people, and we'll get we'll, we'll get this handled. So we'll, we'll, that Perfect. that'll be fun. So once again, to everyone, thank you so much for hanging out tonight. Um, I do want to say, and and I posted this in a tweet, and I also when I finished out the interview with Business Insider today, if it's written correctly. The last line of the entire article should be the retail industry equals passion for profit, whereas the retail war zone equals passion for people. And that's why I do this. And that's why I'm happy all of you were here. And I want this. I got a little warm fuzzy. Oh, I know, right? Right? Fuzzy. Damn. And I mean that. Tropical. And I mean that. Shit hit me in the fields. Bro. I know. It's it's almost <laughs> like you. It's almost like you got an extra touchdown against Bama. Oh, that'd have been. Nice. It would have. Would yeah. I? Wow. That'd have been real nice. Would have covered the spread. Yeah. They. 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 they I, I tell. You, I tell you what, though. I mean, um, you ever want to do a football episode? Come on, we'll we'll, we'll do it. Well, if you want to do football on bourbon, we can do that. Okay. Go ahead. All right. Good deal. Uh, is that what they call roll tide? Roll tide. We're doing up here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, wow. wow, you fuckers. Yeah. Um, so it's roll, roll tide, baby. Roll tide. Roll tide. Roll tide. So hero you know, says t shirts coming soon. Blame tag. Let's just have have a field day with whatever we. You and I both gonna have to rewatch this and go through the chat and see which. Oh, that's a t shirt. That's a t shirt. <laughs> I would say anything. Uh, anything that comes out of the chat. You know, you can have. Hey, I, hey, know, I, I don't care. I really don't care. I, I, I mean, my shirts just support me. Yeah. I mean, you know. But I'll send y'all a list of all my fantastical. Quotes oh Jesus from Christ! I know, right? But God, fantastical, fantastical. Yeah, we, need, we need some mad dog look, taglines look, over here. I, I enjoy <laughs> fantastical <laughs> quotes and where to find them. Fantastical quote. I enjoy these episodes that turn into like just chaotic fuckery. I think they're the most fun. 
And, you know, the one thing I, I did say when I did the interview today was it, it's the community. And to be honest with you, guys, if you're talking about retail stuff on Twitter, I didn't know this. Really, I suspected they're watching. You know, you may make a tweet one day that they're like, I want to talk to that person. Um, there was an agreeance today that once again, confirming the genius of blame tag that the Twitter retail community is what? Best community on social media. Correct. And, <laughs> and so I want to thank you guys for being here. And, you know, as this ride progresses, who knows what this interview thing's going to bring. It could explode, but I'd sent blame tag a message saying, Hey, this is going down or whatnot. Buckle up. We're all going for the ride. It's not just my ride. It's y'all's ride too. We're going. So, um, I talked to blame. Do what? Get on those coattails. Get on those coattails and like whip them like, like reins. But, um, but, but, you know, I had told, and I exist. Yeah. I told blame, I told blame tag that my wife was a genius because she made the comment. She was like, wow, when you do this and y'all get like legitimate because you've got legitimate business coverage, maybe that'll be enough. Steve, your wife's always a genius. I know. That's true. That's true. And, and the saint. Um, But the biggest thing was she came up with this. She goes, with this newfound legitimacy, maybe that's enough to get Scott Sice to the retail war zone. No. No. Shit. Oh. So, um, when the article hits, we need to use that to get our favorite Ikea worker on the war zone. So he can tell us, you know, all his great things about, you know, the wonderful stuff he's done because he's a hero to us all, you know, and, uh, <laughs> you know, and then blame tag and sleep finally. <laughs> so, so, but anyway, guys, uh, Irish, thank you for being here. I know it's late, um, but, but, but didn't you ask off? Yes, I did. Uh, I'm I'm uh, I'm off tomorrow. Good job, good job. So enjoy your day of sleep. Always a, a pleasure yeah. having you here, Maiden. I love you guys being here, Mad Dog. You as well, Blame Take. You as all, Chad. You as well, Atmerelda as well. We'll do this again uh, next episode. And yes, I didn't really post it, but I do have a guest for the Apple episode. Okay, Ooh. I have a guest, and. You'll yes. you'll under you'll understand the punchline when we get there. But let me just say, and this is literal, he's from the fucking future. Okay, you'll understand. I'm sorry, what? He he's from the fucking future. <laughs> you'll understand when we get there. I had a conversation. Okay, I had a conversation okay, with today. So so it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. So once again, guys, everybody have a great night. Thank you for being here. Um, you see what's coming in October, pick and choose. Uh, the, I'm uh, really and truly, if there's one you could push for us, push the pharmacist episode. That means a lot to me. I think pharmacists have got really, really, I mean, whereas essential workers got fucked so bad in 2020, 2020, 21, uh, 20, excuse me, 2021, the yeah. pharmacists are getting in worse than we got last year. So, yeah, they are. Yeah, they need some support. They're, yeah. So, push that one. Um, you know, October is going to be a great month and thank you guys for coming along for the ride. Uh, Alex, you got anything to add real quick? Uh, 
Yeah, Irish Connection, the goat. Yeah, yeah. Irish is kind of <laughs> so. Irish is kind of all right. I'm not gonna lie. Um, <laughs> by the way, by the way, Irish, I, sh- I showed you, I showed uh, Hero the video that you sent me, and all I got was a big, <laughs> oh, <laughs> that was adorable. Thanks. So we 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 appreciate that. Uh, we do as well. So everybody have a great night. Uh, I'm going to go now and then dump this audio and then put up on uh, Anchor. And everybody have a great night. We'll do this again soon. Peace out. Take care of yourselves. Stay safe. Don't Bye. yeah. Don't be on the news for something bad. Be on the news for something good. Peace out.